Hello everyone, I am Matt Williamson. How's everyone doing? Hope well. I am swell myself. Uh, two topics here. You know we break these up into you know two different sides of the podcast. Um, the Super Bowl odds for next year came out. And I'm not saying run out to Vegas and spend every dollar you can on the Steelers, but I'm a little shocked how disrespected they were in terms of chances of winning next year's Super Bowl. I'm not saying that they're my pick. I'm not saying I'm even going to pick them to win the division. But the fact that they have them kind of at the bottom of the league is shocking to me. So I just want to buzz through these real quick. You know, the Niners are plus 500, which means if you bet $100, you get 500 if you win. They're the, they're the best money, which I'm a little surprised on that, too, that they're that much heavier than the Chiefs, who are plus 750. The Ravens are plus 850. The Bills and Lions are plus 1,200. The Bengals are plus 1,400. So you already have two teams in the division amongst the top six. Um, Dallas and Philly are both 1,600. Miami is plus 2,000. The Packers, Texans, and Chargers are all plus 2,500. The Jags are plus 3,000, as are the Rams. The Bears, Vikings are both plus 400. These are Steelers aren't on par with these guys. I mean, Atlanta's plus 500. So are the Brownies in the division. So are the Colts. The Saints are plus 660. I mean, 6,600. So if you put down $100, you get 6,600. Tampa is also plus 660. The Cardinals are plus 800. The Raiders are plus 800. Seattle is plus 8,000. 8, I mean, so 100 pays 8,000 if you bet. And so are the Steelers. So the Steelers are the same as the Cardinals, the Raiders, and Seattle, which is a little disrespectful to Seattle, but they're behind the Bucks, the Saints, the Colts, the Browns, the Falcons, the Vikes, the Bears. I was just a little shocked by that. So they're only ahead of Broncos that are plus 10,000. The Giants are plus 15,000, as are the Titans and Commanders. The Patriots are plus 20,000, and the Panthers are plus 2,500 or 25,000. So I just don't look at this team as like a bottom seven or eight team next year. I mean, it's a little surprising to me. Can they win the Super Bowl? I mean, they would need vastly better quarterback play, obviously. But I like their chances a lot better than the teams that they're being lumped with. I was just blown away by that. Folks, I've told you a lot about Bet Online. They're your number one source for odds, stats, trends, and lines with everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props with dozens of odds, props, and info on hundreds of sports, events, politics, and entertainment. You can access the world's best wagering information anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today and stay updated on all the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. All right. The other thing I thought was interesting I found online today was the NFL.com has been going division by division, and they've been ranking the rookie classes from one to four. And AFC North came out yesterday or this morning or whatever. 
And I found that interesting. I mean, these are the players that likely will be with their with your biggest opponents for the next three years, include, and plus the year you just played against them. Maybe longer if you extend their contracts. I think you understand how rookies work. But the Steelers were number one in the North. And to me, it's not even close. They gave the Steelers an A. And Broderick Jones, Joey Porter, Keanu Benton, Darnell Washington, Nick Herbig, Corey Trice, and Spencer Anderson, both of whom I think will, could be contributors next year, by the way. But neither one of those guys, you know, had anything really of consequence, of course. And this is what they said. Joden, Jones began the year backing up Daniel Moore at left tackle, starting twice, and then stepped in on the right side when veteran Chooksakorafor was benched for some comments that apparently irked Coach Mike Tomlin. As expected, Jones was an athletic and feisty blocker for the Steelers down the stretch and should be a longtime starter at either tackle spot, depending how the team approaches the offseason. Can't argue that. Porter was no legacy pick as the son of famed Steelers pass rusher of the same name. The team saw great value sitting there with the first pick in the second round. After a few weeks, Porter became a starter, and then he gave up just one touchdown the entire season, according to Next Gen Stats, earning a spot amongst the Defensive Rookie of the Year finalists. I expect he'll be joining his dad amongst the ranks of NFL Pro Bowlers in the near future. I also agree with that. Like Porter, Benton played in every contest, and his strength and athleticism were evident throughout. The selection of the hustling Herbig, three sacks, as a strong reserve, gave the Steelers a trifecta of excellent rookies who immediately improved all three levels of defense. Washington was such a perfect fit for Pittsburgh, it's no surprise that he logged a lot of snaps. He had just seven receptions on the year, only 61 yards. But it was his blocking that earned him a spot on the field in the team's two tight end sets. He earned the fourth best pass blocking grade on the team per pro football focus. All right. Again, I think this is pretty well written. Um, Pittsburgh did not have any many day three picks after moving one of their fourth rounders to select Jones in round run in round one. And that's eh, pretty much it. Anderson can contribute on special team units. Right? He blocked on field goal. That's all he did. So, I agree. I, I give this rookie class an A as well. And frankly, I think it's a distant A over the rest of the le- uh, rest of the division. I thought they were really kind to Cincinnati to give them a B plus. Miles Murphy was a first round pick. In and out of lineup, zero starts. Wasn't super impressive. DJ Turner, the corner, got 12 starts. Jordan Battle struggled as a, a starting safety for half the year. Um, Charlie Jones and Yasevis, two receivers that could be in the mix for Tyler Boyd's role next year. Chase Brown might be the starting running back, but didn't start any games. And then they had a punter start every game. I mean, no one there blows me away. It's an okay group. I would not have given them a B plus. Um, the Ravens got a B and I thought they had one of the best rookies in the division in Zay Flowers. Um, Trenton Simpson is probably going to be their starting linebacker when Queen moves on this year. Uh, Tavares Robinson did very, very little. Kyrou Blue Kelly didn't even make the team. Um, and then two late linemen. You know, Voorhees is an interesting guy. He kind of redshirted last year. People thought he'd be like a third round pick, but he has an injury. So maybe he plugs in as a guard. So that's an interesting pick. You had to redshirt him. And they also talked about key free agent rookie signings. Keaton Mitchell applies to them. The Steelers really didn't have any. So it's okay. Um, Flowers, to me, really carries this one. I, I agree with the B grade. And I'd probably have them ahead of Cincinnati. But 
not nearly where the Steelers are at, to be honest with you. The Brownies, as you can probably remember, didn't have a first or second round pick after the Watson trade. They gave him a C. Cedric Tillman, the wide receiver, did very little. Uh, Siaka Ika, big nose tackle, very little. DeWad Jones was definitely their best rookie and looks like they're starting right tackle of the future. Humongous. Isaiah McGuire, D. Lyman, was in and out of the lineup a little bit. DTR, the quarterback, might be a long-term backup, fine. Cameron Mitchell, Luke Whippler, those guys didn't do a whole heck of a lot either. And they had some notable free agent signings, none of which did much of anything. Ronnie Hickman started four games of safety. So when you look at the best rookies in the division, I would say Big DeWad Jones, we just talked about for the Browns, and definitely Zay Flowers would probably be the only non-stealers to me in the top five. You know what I mean? Benton, Porter, definitely Porter. Porter's probably the best rookie of the whole division. And Jones, you know, so I think he had three of the top five rookies with some promise elsewhere too. And so I thought they clearly had the best class. And all in all, I wasn't blown away by the AFC North rookie class outside of Pittsburgh. So I thought that was fun. Uh, We will talk tomorrow over and out.